Asia Pacific currents. News and labor issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest、uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at nine o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning, good morning, listeners, and it's a beautiful Saturday out there. And、uh, my name is Pierre Morrow, and I'll be bringing you this week's program of Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia Asia Worker Links here on this twenty、uh, third of April. And、um, you were just listening to a song by Phil Osh. I'm not too sure what the title was. And thanks to Solidarity Breakfast for another interesting program. Now. Um, on, uh, I'm uh, here by myself on the program、um, today. Giselle will be back in a couple of weeks with lots more interviews. And、um, of course, if you like what you hear, or if you're interested to know more about、uh, what we talk about on on this、uh, show about labour struggles in the Asia Pacific region, you can go to AWL's website, which is all the W's dot AAWL dot org dot AU, or you can find us on Facebook. Facebook or on Twitter,、um, and the stories that uh, the uh, Labour Roundup of the stories from the region will be up、uh, later tomorrow on our website. So on today's program, as、um, we'll have the usual news roundup from the region of struggles and updates, but also in the second half of the program. I'll be talking with、uh, Josh Cullinan, who is the secretary of the Australian Bangladesh Solidarity Network organisation, about the、uh, Rana Plaza、uh, commemoration that are happening、um, in Melbourne on Sunday and worldwide. And we're really going to be talking about、uh, what happened in、um, Dhaka three years ago in Bangladesh, and I'm sure a lot of、uh, listeners would、uh, remember the Rana Plaza collapse, the huge tragedy. But、um, we'll have a A bit of a、uh, bit of a look back at what has happened and what has happened since then, and what the commemorations are all about.、Um, so certainly, stay tuned, and um, um, it's going to be an interesting program. But、um, we'll go straight to、um, to the news roundup. Where on、uh, this week, on the twenty eighth of April, it's International Workers Memorial Day. Now,、um, Workers Memorial Day is held every year around the world. Events and actions are held by labour organisations and activists to remember those who have died or have been injured at the workplace. Millions of workers annually are injured or killed at the workplace. The day is also a reminder that genuine, independent unions are the best guarantee for a safe workplace for all. And a recent、um, example of、uh, the importance of unions、um, just happened earlier this week here in Melbourne with the collapse of a wall at a construction site, and it was a site at the CFMU. Uh, actually closed the, the day before, and then uh, officials um, from various departments actually reopened it and said it was safe. And the next day, the wall collapsed. Fortunately, no one was injured. Um, and um, in Victoria, a number of events will be held throughout the state on、uh, on the twenty eighth of、um, of April. 
And of course, another big event is coming up uh, this week. And of course, it's May Day, which is uh, Sunday week. Um, uh, of course, it's the 1st of May. And May Day has been celebrated internationally since 1886 as a day for workers to unite worldwide as a class. Um, capitalists and governments are killing us in our workplaces and in our communities. Workers need to stop the politics of austerity and war. There will be marches in solidarity with workers in struggle everywhere around the globe and rallies and demonstrations will be held in hundreds of cities. In Melbourne, Australia, the May Day rally will be at 1pm on Sunday the 1st of May starting from outside Trades Hall in Ligon Street, South Carlton. That's right. This is Brother West from the American Empire trying to keep alive the legacy of John Coltrane, Curtis Mayfield, Nina Simone, and I am so glad you are listening to 3CR because 3CR is a force for good. It's telling the truth and allows you both to laugh, not at, but with others. Oh, what a grand radio station it is. And of course, uh, 3CR Radio, it's its 40th um, anniversary of uh, being on air this year. And there's been a number of uh, events uh, that have been celebrating um, this uh, birthday, the 40th birthday, including um, a special uh, outside broadcast and also a book launch that um, uh, will be happening early next month. And I will play a uh, announcement for it later in the, um, in the program. But we'll go back to the Labour updates where here, uh, just a local one, where the, um, the giant calls supermarket chain continues to pay many, many of its workers below the legal minimum wage. Um, Coles workers are exploited under a terrible enterprise bargain agreement signed thanks to the efforts of the largest yellow union in Australia, the Shop Distributors Alliance. Um, or SDA, but the EBA, this EBA is being contested, so possibly thousands of workers will improve their wages. The current case has been taken to court by Duncan Hart and individual members of the of both the SDA and the um, AMIEU, the Meat Workers Union. The SDA is sitting with Coles management in the hearings, which uh, is very interesting. And but then again, it is a totally yellow and pro um, boss union. Workers are invited to the hearing at the Fair Work Commission at eleven Exhibition Street, Melbourne, on Wednesday, the twenty seventh of April, from half past nine in the morning. So support Duncan and the meat workers and white justice for all workers at Coles. So that's uh, this Wednesday, twenty seventh of April, from half past nine in the morning at eleven Exhibition. Street in central Melbourne. We now go to the other side of Asia, to West Asia, where Palestinians um, mark International Prisoners Day. There are over 7,000 Palestinian prisoners held in Israeli jails currently, many either locked up in administrative detention without trial or convicted of protesting against the Israeli occupation. The 17th of April, so it was just uh, earlier in the week, is known as the International Day of Solidarity with Palestinian Prisoners. Solidarity actions were held throughout the world, as well as a symbolic one-day hunger strike by 3,000 Palestinian prisoners in uh, Israel's jail. 
Um, one individual, Sami Janasra, has been on hunger strike for over seven weeks now, and there are real fears he might die soon. Palestinians see their continued incarceration of the activist as an attempt by the Israeli government to defeat their struggle against occupation, and that is part of why um, there are such worldwide protests against such widespread imprisonment of Palestinian activists. Hey, are you curious? Do you want to see how a busy radio station works? Do you want to know how over 300 broadcasters come together to produce radio 24-7? Are you interested in seeing the inside of a radio studio? Or do you want to find out more about 3CR's unique radio philosophy? Let me take you on a station tour. For $90, 3CR offers one-hour radio station tour for groups at a time that suits you. Radio. So if you're part of a community organization, student group, or institution, give 3CR a call on 94198377. For more information about radio station tours at 3CR, go to 3cr.org.au and click on Station Tours. It's um, just on nine past nine o'clock and you're listening to Asia Pacific Currents brought to you every week by Australia Asia. Worker links on your favourite community radio station, 3CR, who is now 40 years old. Um, we stay in uh, West Asia where um, the uh, popular protests against the government in Iraq continue. Now, while a lot of the focus of the world media has been on the internal civil war in Iraq, workers and their communities in areas not affected directly by the war continue to suffer under a corrupt and dysfunctional political system. The mass protests that we actually um, reported on that started last year um, have continued in 2016, causing the um, country's political system to grind to a halt. The um, parliament has actually been suspended at the present moment. While these protests have demanded the end to corruption, nepotism and sectarianism, at this stage they lack an independent organisational structure and may fall prey to further sectarian tensions. So this is um, a a very interesting uh, area to to look at to see if out of these protest movement some new organisation can be constructed that will actually take um, the workers' demands forwards and not to uh, uh, fall prey to um, reactionary and fundamentalist forces once again in um, Iraq. And um, we now go to, um, um, to Southeast Asia where there is, um, there is a coordinated campaign by uh, activists uh, around the world to target exploitation that's happening in palm oil plantations. Early next month, labour activists are going to coordinate an advocacy campaign against the global company PepsiCo Co. over its indifference on labour right violations in oil palm plantations. PepsiCo is a huge buyer of palm oil for its snack food products and beverages. The exploitation of workers in the vast oil plantations of Malaysia and Indonesia has been well documented over the past few years. And if you go on our uh, AWL website, you'll find many links to some of these stories. Ask me for a clue, an 
And um, we get to the last two um, items for our news roundup. And um, we go to Sri Lanka, where um, this month hundreds of workers employed at the Ceylon and Christie Board um, employed to read household meters went on strike demanding that they be made permanent employees. Um, the issue of precarious employment has been fought against by these workers for a number of years and certainly it's something that a lot of Australian workers who are employed on short, employed on short contract, casual uh, and such like contracts know all about it. It's becoming a real, well, it has become a real scourge of, for workers all around the world in secure work. This week, after a strike of three weeks, the workers at CAB ended their actions after a successful negotiations with the Power and Energy Minister, Ranjith Siambala Pithia, who promised to resolve the issue of their insecure employment status. So we'll keep a watch, uh, an eye out on that to see if the minister is true to his words. And for the last item, we come back to, uh, to Australia, where it's a bit of a sad item because um, the, um, the legendary Aboriginal activist Tigger Bales up in Queensland died at age 62. Um, Tigger Bales was a long-time advocate and activist for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders' um, industrial and civil rights, and he died this week after a long illness. Tiger was uh, central to the long-running fight by Aboriginal workers in the state of Queensland to recover the stolen wages. The Queensland Council of Unions acknowledged Tiger's huge contribution to the working class movement up there. Tiger was also a long-time broadcaster and journalist for Aboriginal media and was uh, well known to many people here at 3CR Radio. He will be uh, sorely his uh, death will be sorely missed. Uh, sorry, his he will be sorely missed because of his death. And our condolences go to his family and community. That's that's the end of uh, our news roundup for this week. Again, if you like to know more information about them and a lot of our news items do have links to um, more in depth reporting, you can go to um, to our website at uh, aawl.org.au and um, you can um, follow them up and read them further. These uh, items will be up on the on our website um, late tomorrow evening but there's lots more uh, currently there we'll go to some community announcements and um, then we'll be back with the interview with uh, Josh, uh, Josh Cullinan who is the Secretary of the Australia Bangladesh Solidarity Network organisation Right gentlemen this panel is now on air In July 1976 from an old warehouse in High Street Armadale. 3CR Community Radio hit the airwaves, heralding 40 years of independent, community-owned and controlled radio. This will be the first station owned and operated by a cooperative of community organisations on a Melbourne-wide basis. This is 3CR. As the status quo of old media is challenged, as publications come and go, in a country with the highest concentration of media ownership in the world, 3CR continues to broadcast radical, insightful radio 24-7. 
24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're not talking about land rights, we're talking about sovereignty. That's why it's important for us to be at the 10 Embassy. From the protests against the Franklin River Dam to the 1998 waterfront dispute, from the east-west tunnel picket to the Aboriginal 10 Embassy, the history of 3CR is dynamic and passionate and ongoing. I was born here. I will die here. I am not moving. So as we celebrate 40 years in 2016, we ask you, our volunteers, listeners and supporters, to join in in saying... Hey, this is Nick Rimpinyar. You're listening to 3CR. Please support community radio and your local music scene. Subscribe now. Give money back to the people that give music to you. It's just on 17 past uh, 9 o'clock here on Asia Pacific Currents on your favourite community radio station, 3CR Radio. And as um, mentioned before at the start of the program, um, the um, Dharana Plaza collapse in Dhaka, Bangladesh three years ago was a huge disaster where over a thousand workers died. And I've got on the line with me Josh Cullinan, who is the um, Secretary of the Australian Bangladesh Solidarity Network. Uh, good morning, Josh. Uh, good morning, Pierre. Um, now, some obviously some uh, listeners would uh, recollect quite well what happened three years um, ago in uh, with the Rana Plaza collapse in uh, Dhaka. But uh, would you be able to give us a quick rundown of what happened and why? Uh, sure. So on the 23rd of April 2016, uh, the this major nine-storey building that had uh, five garment factories in it um, started cracking. Um, late in the workday, um, loud noises were heard and uh, workers fled the building um, and uh, some assessments were undertaken um, and the next day on the 24th of April, workers returned and waited outside to identify what was going to happen for their workday. It was an important period because the 24th, 25th of the month um, those days need to be worked so that workers get paid for the entire month. So everyone was uh, waiting outside Rana Plaza in, in Dhaka. Um, and uh, many of the workers that were there that didn't work in garment factories, so there were government offices and other um, businesses, um, they were all sent home uh, for the day. Their, their businesses decided that it wasn't safe to enter. And then others decided that the garment factories would be working um, that day, and uh, we were told when I was there in 2014 that some of the young women were told by men in suits, so government officials, they, they considered government officials that it was safe to work there. Other workers were threatened with no pay for the month if they didn't return to work, and then other workers were just simply beaten back in um, with uh, lays and canes. Um, and so workers returned to their work on the morning. That um, didn't take long before... Um, issues started arising and then the, there were cracking sounds and um, big vibrations through the factory um, led by some of the electrical equipment, uh, some of the generators running at the top of the building. Um, and then uh, the lights went out 
and the building collapsed at 8.57am on the 24th of April 2013. Uh, there was something like five, 6,000 workers working at the time inside the factory. Uh, 1,130-plus 11, workers were, were murdered that day, um, and thousands of others were maimed um, and seriously injured. I mean, Josh, it's, it's the you know the way you describe it. I mean, you you've did a fantastic job. It's it's a um, uh, it, it's almost too tragic to comprehend um, what has happened and the callousness and the well the criminal nature of of what happened. And like you said, um, it was the worst uh, one of the worst industrial disasters in in the world. And so um, it's been three years since that um, that. Well, that mass murder, really. So, what what has happened to garment workers, and especially to the survivors of uh, of Rana Plaza, and even to the owners of those factories? Um, well, Rana Plaza was um, at the time just the late, latest in a long history of um, garment worker murders uh, or industrial murders um, in Bangladesh. There were factory collapses and major factory fires only six months before. There was a factory fire at Tazreen Fashions, which claimed the lives of 130-plus workers. Um, so the, one of the startling um, issues is that there's never been a, a, an owner or a factory builder um, uh, prosecuted and convicted of, uh, of murder or equivalent um, um, conduct in Bangladesh. They had arrested... Um, the man who ran the building, who owned the building, he'd he'd built the building on swamplands. He'd added three stories on top, um, and um, and had made it you know, a, an unsafe work environment from the outset. But he remains in jail. He hasn't been convicted yet, as as have none of the others um, involved. Um, no work, no no manager, no owner, no boss has ever been convicted in Bangladesh of these kinds of crimes, and they have a. They, those owners have a very substantial sway on government, holding many, many seats um, and bringing in a great amount of wealth to the country. So that that, that element remains frustrating, but uh, worker organisations continue to press for conviction. Um, later that year, there were mass strikes, um, almost spontaneous strikes, really, not led by any, any union or other um, movement. It was just spontaneous workers' uprisings about low pay and about unsafe conditions. Those those actions led to substantial increases in um, the minimum wage. But what we learned when we were there in 2014 was that that has now been entirely clawed back because those outcomes weren't achieved through any common union process. There was no system to stop the landowners and the factory owners from clawing back the minimum wages by arbitrarily setting higher targets with mass unpaid overtime and... Um, and the landlords putting up the cost of housing and the cost of food substantially. All of those benefits were wiped out. We now have a system of, of um, factory inspections led by, largely by the Accord, which is uh, the more progressive of the two types of factory in, um, inspections, but they cover only about a third, a quarter of factories. The rest have uh, remain uninspected, um, and even those factories that do get inspected, they're they're not um, the in-depth inspections of health and safety that we would expect in Australia. The, the factories remain operating even though there are concerns about columns and about foundations and about electrical and fire safety. So mm. um, there is much, much work to be done. Um, 
that since that since that factory collapse in Rana Plaza, there has been other fires that have claimed the lives of workers, including workers that make for Australian companies. Now, um, some of our listeners will probably be thinking um, that um, possibly the unions in Bangladesh are, are very weak. Uh, well, there's different types of unions in Bangladesh. There are some very, very um, uh, committed and active unionists, but they, they are small in number. We're, we're talking about a four to five million uh, person workforce, over 7,000 factories, 5,000 registered factories, and only four or five percent of those factories have what we would consider some form of union. So um, the the union movement is also splintered. So in those in those five hundred factories, or or really two hundred factories, three hundred factories that have some form of union, there would be seventy plus fact, um, different unions um, that try and represent them. So uh, the union movement in garment work in Bangladesh is weak. There's no other way to describe it. Uh, us and the union movement more broadly across the world want to see that change, um, but the, the tools of capitalism um, are writ large in Bangladesh and it makes it very hard to, to organise workers and, to, and it's done under the threat of, um, of, of death. Yes, it's a, it's a very, very uh, serious situation. But um, getting back um, as a last question, getting back to the third year anniversary, um, um, ABSN, uh, yourself and with other uh, individuals of the organisation, have organised um, quite a significant commemoration for the third year anniversary of the Rana Plaza uh, collapse here in Melbourne. Would you like to give us the details? Yeah, absolutely. We were were delighted with the participation over the last two years, and it's grown as an event. It'll be on Sunday, so tomorrow at uh, 12.45 we'll we'll gather. Um, We'll have um, Michelle O'Neill from the TCFUA will be um, speaking. Um, We'll have uh, some moment silence at 12.57, which is the Melbourne time when the factory collapsed. Um, And then we'll have have a production by uh, Many Moons Productions, a street theatre, to remind us of some of the things that happened on that day. It'll go for probably for no more than half an hour from 12.45 in the Burke Street Mall, just outside uh, those uh, fashion icons such as Maya, David Jones and Justine. So um, everyone is welcome to come and join us. Uh, it'd be great to have a good crowd. All right, well, fantastic. Thanks for that, Josh. And I think the, the, the weather gods will be smiling on you as, as, as well. So um, thanks again. Just to reiterate, it uh, starts at 12.45 at the Burke Street Mall tomorrow um, on Sunday, 24th of April. So thanks again, Josh, and we wish you all the very best with all your endeavours. Thank you, Pierre. Yeah, all right. Bye-bye. Please support community radio and your local music scene. Subscribe now. Give money back to the people that give music to you. And that was uh, Josh Cullinan, who is the secretary of the Australian Bangladesh Solidarity Network organisation, talking about the um, uh, the Rana Plaza collapse of three years ago, what has happened since then, and also the commemoration to uh, continue the fight for to remember the, the all the workers who were, who were murdered, but also to continue the fight for justice and for the fight for independent, genuine trade unions in uh, Bangladesh. And so that's at twelve forty five Burke Street Mall tomorrow. 
this Sunday, 24th of April. That's really all that we've got time for on today's program of Asia-Pacific Currents. Uh, we hope that um, you enjoyed the program, you found that interesting. Again, if you want more information, you can contact us through our website, which is allthews.aawl.org.au or through our Facebook or Twitter accounts. So thank you very much um, and I hope you keep enjoying your Saturday morning. Uh, we'll be back next week again at 9 o'clock with another program of Asia Pacific Currents, bringing you the labour updates from the Asia Pacific region. But um, stay listening to um, 3CR and to um, Palestine Remembered coming up straight after these community announcements. Hi, my name is Lex Wharton and I listen to 3CR and I hope you do too. I hope that you could support 3CR in its radiothon because 3CR supports the fight for communities and support in all areas of struggles. So please listen to 3CR. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.